0: Hi, everybody. Welcome back to Core. I'm Scott Johnson with Bo Schwartz and John Jagger, and this is Core, a show that actually has some Heroes of the Storm uh, news today, I guess. We'll be talking about that. Not super excited about the the little weenie boy coming to the game. <laughs> we'll, get, we'll get to it. It's fine. Look, Aww. there are Lions fans out there who are real stoked about Anduin, and, and you know, he's great, I guess. He looks to the sky and says, "Ah, heal my people," and then they get healed and they can fight another day. Like he's a good guy, I guess. But uh, I'm not a
3: big Anduin fan, but I think his
0: incarnation <laughs> in Heroes looks pretty cool. Really? All right. Well, we'll get to that. We'll get to that. Of course, uh, we do come to you on the what do you call it? The day after, the day after the release <laughs> of Mortal Kombat 11, and they got review bombed hard.
2: Yeah, still are, as a matter of fact.
0: Yeah, in all the places you can do it. Um, I noticed the most egregious seem to be, uh, while well, I was poking around in um, Metacritic, which I try not to do for my own mental health, I try not to go there very often. But once in a while, I'll dig around in like user reviews. And uh, whew, it is... Uh, I don't even know how to describe what I saw there. It was some bad stuff. You no, know, I
3: was shocking. I just think I was at ground zero. I think the game had just launched hours earlier. I was yeah. like, "Oh, let me check this uh, store page out and watch the cool trailers and stuff." And I just, it was like the review said mostly negative. Well, and it was like, "There's 867 reviews, and they were like all parent. Most of them were negative." And I was like,
0: "What?" Yeah, in a lot of cases, the game's hasn't been out long enough for them to do anything other than buy it and and then. think the
3: game's been in like this is a game they've put in the hands of like you know their pro scene and stuff. There's been a lot of demos certainly we would have heard something like i don't know it seemed just the hype train was trucking along even though there were you know public demonstrations and demos and professional players playing and saying they like the game well this is what i mean
0: it's still that way the critics like it like critically it's being reviewed well it's all user user review bombs from various sources steam whatever people who are pissed and they seem to be pissed about the following items they take major issue with it being grindy to unlock all this stuff in it, which is mostly cosmetic. They think that stuff's too grindy. They think the game's too hard. And they also think that it has messages that are too political uh, or have a certain political bent to them in the story mode, which uh, I guess I have not played, so I can't really speak to it. But I guess there's a lot of uh, strong women in this thing and nobody's half-naked anymore, and so people are mad about that mostly. If there's more to that, then you can let me know, whoever hears this, because I don't actually know, because oh. I haven't played it yet. I mean,
2: that, I can th- tell you one of the one of the major sticking points that people have jumped onto is that uh, specifically, and I won't go into... Here's the funny thing. When, when people get excited and they decide to glom onto something and say, oh, this is a problematic thing, then people try to defend it, and if it's something that could fall into spoiler camp, you have to be very careful how you defend it because yeah. you don't want to spoil things for people. Right. Um, so talking around the spoiler aspect of it, I will say this. It is not uncommon for fighting games to have an arcade mode where you pick whichever character you want, you beat a series of characters, you beat a final boss, and you get a custom ending for whatever character you beat it as. Right. Uh, one of the things that people are are honing in on is jax has a special ending if you beat the arcade mode with him um and with this game's time aspect um one of the one of the aspects of the ending is you know what would these characters do with time if they had if they had the ability to toy with it Mm. and so again i don't People can infer a lot from things you say and stuff like that. And I don't want to get too far into it because this is a game that literally just came out. Suffice it to say, the thing that people are incredibly upset about Mm. is one, no big deal, two, not in the campaign. Uh, and three way overreacted to. I know know, shocking on the internet. I
3: read the spoiler. It's hard because it's not canon. It's just like their individual sort of things. If you beat the game, so it's
2: not canon, but you can infer things about the main. If you don't want to hear spoilers, I say
3: I say let's talk about it. I'm.
0: I I mean I've. I'm fine with it. I'm gonna play it. Haven't it downloaded. Haven't played it yet because I haven't had time. I know it, and uh, it's
3: not the main campaign we're talking about, is my understanding. Even if it is, guys, it's Mortal Kombat. It's okay. <laughs> it is Mortal Kombat. <laughs> you make <laughs> a really good I'm point. I'm the biggest. I think of the three of us, anti spoilers, and I'm like, I'm like, it looks like a great game, but I do not care about spoilers.
0: Right. The, In this case, the it's the ridiculous path you're on. It's not. I played Mortal
3: Kombat tens campaign i mean it's it's just it's like a ridiculous action movie i if you don't want to hear it i say don't right stop listening or skip ahead or something
0: all right go ahead then what do you what's your take what's your what's what's the deal because i don't have i don't actually even know what the the major beef is what i heard on these reviews was mostly stuff like what happened to my politically incorrect game that used to have half naked ladies in it why are we become so pc with our games?" I want well, more half-naked ladies. To, or... the,
2: to that person who's so upset about uh, their missing half-naked ladies, there's literally an ending that has that in it, too. Oh, great. But <laughs> people like to cherry-pick the things that they want to bother them. So on one hand, we're going to get mad at the Jax ending, which I guess, spoilers, jump ahead real quick if you don't want to hear him. Yeah. Um When you beat the arcade mode with him, he uses the ability to rewrite history to cause it to where slavery never happens. Well, that's, that's just a, ridiculous. Why would anyone take that seriously? That's silly, right? People find, people find that apparently incredibly offensive.
3: Critical messages I, in my I, video I, games. It seems <laughs> like maybe kind of a, happen. it's, oh, i <laughs> in horror of knowing this. Why? I don't want these serious issues in my video games. <laughs>
2: But then on the other hand, they choose to ignore the Kano one where he puts everybody in little chainmail bikinis and forces them to fight each other while he sits and lords over the top of them. Which is a like, very that's the,
0: yeah. That's a very Kano thing to do, by the way. Yes.
2: Yeah.
0: <laughs> he's Freaking Kano.
3: Erases the constitution and makes the sexist constitution. <laughs>
2: there it's, we go. it's one of those things where it's just like. It's why I I take this whole thing and I just say, okay, so people just want to be pissed off because you literally have one group saying it's not one thing and it is that and it's this other thing and it's not that. It's all it's all in there. Mortal Kombat hasn't changed. Mortal Kombat is still Mortal Kombat and it's fantastic.
3: I think we can easily look at that and say it's crap. The other one that I'm hearing too is that the women are not like it's not dead or alive like it's not Bikini Town
0: yeah, well, they want half-naked ladies. Like
3: everyone's kind of—they might not have clothes, but they're—they're just—they're treated, I think, with a little more dignity and respect, and look like normal people, and not you know video gamified. The the, uh, the complaints I've topics. heard,
0: my my complaint, or the particular complaint I heard was that the there are men who run around shirtless in this game, but the women all have clothes now, and that that's, that's a ridiculous, that that's I mean, a how, problem.
2: How <laughs> can how can we have come to this place as a society? <laughs> I mean, if
3: you're a European, you're probably used to seeing that all the time when you go to the beach, right like they a lot of European cultures just women don't wear tops, yeah, I mean and that's the, I mean it's just a cultural thing, like whatever
0: it is, but uh I guess what I wanted to say about that particular bent on it is I don't understand no, you know what here's the thing, even the stuff we're saying right now, somebody's going to get all up in arms on if you subscribe to a certain conspiracy that everything in your life is is uh conspiring against you and to insert a bunch of quote unquote political stuff you don't believe in like oh i don't know (laughs) clothed women (laughs) in in a video game that (laughs) somehow is threatening to you i don't even know what to say to you like how is that talk about the video game or its quality i i don't know like i'm not necessarily saying i want a game to uh do like they did in the old cartoons back when i was growing up if you watched he-man at the end, you might get a PSA, and that PSA was pretty preachy. Like p yeah. Man would come out and go, Hey kids, sure had a good time today, didn't we? That Skeletor, man. And then he would go, uh, that reminds me, if your preach a uh, preacher or or another adult touches you inappropriately, like they, they start <laughs> right. doing these things and 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 they and as a kid, you're like, What are you doing? This isn't He-Man. Why are you doing this, <laughs> He-Man? I
3: like that it's He-Man saying that to you in his underwear. <laughs> <laughs> there in his he's underwear like, his, his yeah. little broad is like, <laughs> <laughs> he's like don't let anyone touch
2: you he's like, like, yeah. he's like the, the perfect close person like that. it's just like hello kids see where I'm wearing clothes if anybody touches you in any of the places where I'm wearing clothes yeah then you <laughs> then tell
0: bad. tell a preacher who's not the preacher who's doing it like they, they they used to do that that very one exists you can go I'm paraphrasing but you can go listen to what he meant actually says I understand that can be jarring when it's that kind of thing I don't see any evidence of that happening in, in Mortal Kombat. Now, in all fairness, I haven't played it yet. John's played in pretty deep. I've not touched it yet. It's on my hard drive, ready to roll. I haven't done it. My son's played a bunch of it and is really enjoying it. Um, I, I, So I can't really speak to the points of the story. And I'll tell you what, if I get into the middle of this thing and a character suddenly turns to the screen and says, you know the whales have been endangered long enough. It's time uh, that we take a moment out of this video game and discuss whales and how we should help them. If that happens, yeah, that's totally weird and not serving the game. And I get it. But if this is a story where some of the female characters have a little empowerment or something, y'all need to go freaking rub a tree. because I, I
3: think it's just the, it's the character aesthetic. Like I would say probably historically, it's got that Marvel effect where all the women superheroes wear bikinis and have giant boobies and, you know, that kind of thing. Whereas like a more modern take is like, let them just look normal. You know, like it doesn't have, it's not in playing into that fantasy. And I think the argument is that that was previously a part of the Mortal Kombat franchise. And now it's no longer because we're catering to the SJWs or whatever. And, and uh yeah, I don't know. I like it. I think everything, I think, I think Everyone has never looked cooler in a Mortal Kombat game. so Yeah, and actually, I, that's I'm fine. that's
2: exactly like, where my stance is. Part of the reason why I feel this is so ridiculous is when I look at the costumes that these characters have in this game, I think this is the coolest most of those characters have looked. Also, yeah.
3: that stuff's still in it, too. There's one move that Katana does where she flies in the air butt first, and she hits so hard with her butt that it'll crack. They
0: show the x-ray
3: cam of the Skuggle. <laughs>
0: Yeah, she gets get you with her <laughs> gluteal cleft, you know? Yeah, yeah. But also, do you guys know anybody? Like, everyone I know that, that gets super into naked ladies doesn't have to wait around every four and a half years for a new Mortal Kombat to get their freaking fix. <laughs> if you're really
2: into I the naked ladies... I yeah, can enjoy
3: You go to
0: combathub.com.
2: <laughs> Eleven times, Scott. Eleven times. <laughs>
0: Well, if you don't count Shaolin Warriors or whatever the hell it was, and the yeah. one where mortal or the side scrolling of uh, Sub-Zero one, what was that called? Uh, maybe that was it. Mythology Sub-Zero. Oh, yeah. I guess maybe that had some. But the point is like, OK, I, what are you coming here for? Are you coming here for the porn? You're in the dude. I got I have some good news for those people. Here's some yeah, great news. Get into news.
2: Overwatch or something. Jeez.
0: Yeah. Go search Overwatch on uh, Pornhub and let's see how, let's look at your life and change and improve. You're going to go places you never thought you could. Actually, go search Pornhub for Mortal Kombat. Guaranteed you're going to find some good friends in there. The point-
2: I had no idea they loved <laughs> each other this much. I think it's dumb. I think it's lame. Now, we're kind of focusing on the one complaint. Yeah, let's let you know what we'll leave that prevalent. one now. We leave that. And it's that. probably the fakest of the I, complaints. I agree because it it's silly. But the other two, by all accounts, are pretty real and pretty genuine. So much so that Nether Realm is saying they're working on fixing it.
0: Yeah. So their their take their take uh, on the grindy thing? or not the grindy. Well, yeah, the grindy is they don't mean it to feel grindy or they don't mean people to feel. Like they must go spend money in a store for a thing that they would have to earn otherwise and that they want to tune that back. I don't have a problem taking their word at that um but yeah, it's an I think it's an accurate statement from everyone I've heard from and John, you can confirm or deny does the game feel a little punishing that way like it's pushing you toward a store rather than pushing you toward uh, you know a gameplay path that's that's a that's a satisfying one?
2: I don't think it's pushing you towards a store. I mean, it doesn't have microtransactions in the way that it feels like it's designed to get you to just start shelling out money to fix a problem. It just, it feels like there's a large grind. And I had to look into this because, I mean, for me, as funny as it is to say this, I play Mortal Kombat for the story because their story modes have been so good since nine. Um, that that's what I was the most excited to get into and dive into. So I haven't really touched the crypt that much. No, but sure. people are...
1: Go ahead, Go ahead.
3: Oh, sorry. I was curious about this Frost thing. Have you gotten... Uh, um, I don't think that's true. I, I don't know. I, I, cause I keep seeing stuff like, basically, you can unlock Frost in the story mode, but it's charged like it's $8 Canadian for the DLC. That was the I, one thing
2: that jumped out at me. I'm like, if that's true, that's I don't think that's true. I mean, so Shao Kahn was the character that was the pre order character. Yeah, you can right. you have to buy him separate if you didn't pre-order him. You don't unlock him in the story. Okay. Uh Frost as far as I know is just a story unlocked character. And oh, she's,
3: Well, there is a store page for a purchase of Frost on Steam. I'm uh, oh,
2: looking at well, it right now. Oh. So I mean, you, yeah, you can buy it. maybe it exists they don't want to do the story mode but you know, it seems
3: the story mode is like
2: four hours long apparently <laughs> like yeah it's... like it's not that long you can set it to very easy and just rock your way through the fights and it's good but my guess is that if people don't want to have to do the story mode or let's say you were running a tournament and you had to set it up on a bunch of machines and you wanted all the characters unlocked maybe that's an option to get you the character uh I I don't know about that that would be my guess why they do it but yeah just play the game it's not that story mode isn't that long
0: No and I mean it's the it's my one motivator because I don't actually care that much about fighting games generally like the long term sort of competitive aspect that's not interesting to me but the story mode in these MK games and how ridiculous they are I mean that's my main reason for getting it um and playing it and I plan to do that because of the story, even though I'm only going to get four hours out of it, uh, that's interesting to me. So the, the the idea that there's these things that you have to grind later, I don't even know if that'll affect me. So I want to at least put that bias out there that I'm not worried about a thing that others might be worried about. Because I don't yeah. care to get all those extras. I just care to see this story and have some fun with some multiplayer with my kid and you know that kind of stuff. Maybe with John or whatever we do a stream. But me sitting there fighting for 10 hours to get un- to unlock some look that I've been looking for is probably not going to be me. So I just I'm, I'm putting that out there not to say that that's not a valid thing. I'm saying I'm a biased participant here and probably shouldn't for sure have a strong opinion in that regard. Because
3: I think, I think that was the one thing that I heard where I'm like, well I can see that bothering people to the point of commenting about it right i mean i guess my like question
2: that. would be if if i bought the game and i was like oh there's dlc i'm gonna buy frost right away is there anything messaging that saying like hey you can unlock this character in the game i don't have the store page uh so i Well, I, I mean
3: you bought the game and you've played it so did you see anything because it sounded like that was news to you when i told you <laughs>
2: No, because I didn't go look at the DLC. Like, yeah. I, I, I sprung for the more expensive version because I knew I was going to get oh, whatever Oh, is. You've got DLC the combat pack.
1: Combat,
3: yeah. Uh, whatever so that's called. I thought, yeah. all right, I'll get it oh, now nice.
2: rather than buy it later. Mm-hmm. Oh, so
3: you probably have Frost already, then?
2: Probably. She probably was in there. So, uh, I'm assuming.
3: Yeah, she is in the combat pack.
2: Yeah, but I, I mean, I would probably unlock her through the campaign anyway, so. Actually, doesn't confirm it for sure. Yeah. Anyways, but,
3: whatever. I, that was the one thing I looked at, and I was like,
2: well, that's a little funky.
3: It seems like a mistake, though, and not like a pernicious practice, to be honest with you. Right. But yeah, this review I mean, bombing is pretty off the mark, because there, there are people in there going, like, why are people downvoting it? It's pretty good.
2: Yeah, uh, and I mean, it's weird that it feels weird that this is, like, kind of... For a game that we talked about for the past couple weeks, just being like, oh, I'm excited for it, I can't wait for it. And now we have all these negative things we're talking about coming out. Like I played it, and I it seems fantastic. The worst thing I can say about it is I had a crash playing it, and it seemed to be uh, struggling transitioning between like the windowed mode that it does for cutscenes back to my ultra wide monitor. So it's probably exclusive to certain oh, systems. Yeah. And it's it didn't repeat. It happened one time. Yeah, and that stuff but,
0: that stuff often gets ironed out with patches and stuff. the weird aspect ratio i mean
2: that's the worst thing i can say about it i haven't gotten into the towers which people are claiming is too hard and you can see how it kind of informs itself you do the towers to unlock the currency to go through the grind that is the crypt so you can kind of see where the logical complaint is is that hey the towers which is how i get this currency is way too hard and punishing and the reward isn't good enough and as a result the crypt is feeling like too much of a grind rather than a fun thing and that's exactly what they said well okay we'll work on that yeah um and it should be coming soon like uh, odds are that patch will exist within the next couple of days
0: yeah he said we're not talking weeks we're talking days we're gonna we're gonna address this right away um the, the team lead said the the um the thing i would say is I I really do I don't know when maybe this era never existed but I wish for an era where if you've got a legitimate problem and it and it and also more than you know a bunch of people share that problem let, let's say it's too grindy or too hard in tower mode or whatever what's wrong with just saying um oh it's so grindy in tower mode I wish they could maybe address that any plans to do that instead of I'm never giving another realm another dime of my hard earned money. First of all, they shoved down this lady story and my, you know, like all that. <coughs> I hate that. Like, just just have some critical criticism. Think critically about the game. If it's got a problem, no game's perfect. Come forward with your thinking and tell people what you think. And you'll get this. You'll get more response from that than you are. If I ever see another room employee, I will vomit on them immediately and pee on their shoes.
2: Like, what? Who are? what are you? Who are you? What is this? Like the internet and video game culture is almost like we live in a world where if you're upset about your food, you pull out a gun and start threatening the wait staff. Yeah. Like, the, like, everything is turned up to 11. It's like, there's no nuance. There's no, hey, you guys, this kind of sucks. Can we please work on this? It's the most extreme reaction to everything. It's, oh, there's one little aspect of this game I don't like. That means... It needs to be downvoted completely. It needs to be considered the most awful game ever. I need to threaten people. I need to complain on every public forum known to man. And in some ways, this goes back to what Bo said the other day, which is people need a place where they can protest and voice that opinion. That opinion shouldn't be squashed. By all accounts, even Nether Realms accounts, that opinion is a correct one and one they're going to address. So you need to give people a place where they can voice those concerns but, man, those concerns are just so amplified and over the top. It's like, to a lot of us, it's like, why are we giving them that voice? Right, you know?
0: right. Why are we letting, I mean, first of all, Metacritic sucks for how they do it. You don't even have to own this game, and you can go in there and yell. And, and my experience with reading those reviews was none, none of you have played this. They were all saying things that I know aren't in the game, and I have not even played it, but I've done enough research to know. Like, they just are there to be a part of the loud voice and do their thing and i hate it i hate that culture i i hate that it exists i hate that that it continues to exist i know there's shit all i can do about it um and if it means you know if that means we got to have uh, freedom in the industry and and less regulation and all of that well then i guess i just live with it but i sure freaking I think, hate it uh,
3: i think the issue is that um <clears throat> steam is basically the web page for a lot of these games like any game company is going to put up a Borderlands3.com or MortalCombat.com, but I'd be willing to bet most traffic goes to the Steam page and not. I haven't been to the Mortal Combat website. I've been to the YouTube to watch, you know, I get the videos and watch them religiously because they're exciting, and I go to the Steam page. So the problem is that it's visible. That's their web page, And it's like it's like if frogpants.com had <laughs> on the front page a comment section where everyone just said how bad everything
1: was. <laughs> you're like,
3: you're like, you wouldn't put that there. It right. just says fro- but I, people have to go to the store, at least in PC culture, to buy the game, and there's a box for them to put whatever dumb thoughts that, yeah, like, that that need to protest is there because it's a place that's super visible because that's right. the web page for these games, not the actual websites. Most games I've bought and played, I've been to the Steam page, and I've not been, I've never been to the No Sky dot com. I play a game all the time. I've been to the store page several times. <laughs> not to the website so i think that's the problem and i don't think the problem is hey uh, epic stores got this thing and they don't have it like that's a whole other issue right um i just think steam needs to probably if i was steam i'd be thinking about also scared too because it's
0: well they also they also decided either way skin or skin uh (laughs) steam decided to uh you know you had to play the game that was a decision a long time. We had to own the game, first of all. I think there's some recent decision where you have to play it for a certain amount of time before you can do a review. Or that's if that doesn't happen, it's supposed to happen or something. Um, I mean, all, I'm all for public discourse. I just don't know. It just gets gamed every time. Like, the public discourse isn't discourse. Public discourse would be like a moderator who can control a room. It doesn't exist online. And if it does, people scream censorship or scream corporate... Malfeasance or whatever it is, so I don't know what the answer is. But if it were me, if I was making a place where everybody came to get my game, and whether that's here for PC players on Steam or it's something else for console players, where honestly most most of these copies that are going to roll off the shelf are going to console players. That's who's going to get this game, and so maybe they're not even exposed to a lot of it. I don't know, but they made those, for them it's Reddit. They go to the Mortal Kombat Reddit, I guess, whatever that stuff is. If I'm a store though, and you get your thing from me. I think I would think very carefully about whether I would ever have comments and reviews or not from from uh, from uh, regular people, and I would have to think long and hard about it. I don't, I, can't, I don't think I can say 100% which way I'd go, but I would definitely think about it. Like the fact that Epic is saying, "Yeah, we don't think we're going to have those." A lot of people are mad about that. I am not. Like I, it's a it's a bonus on the Epic side, if you ask me, if they decide I mean, to do I, that.
3: I, I, I agree. I would agree with that too. Because the thing is, it's like they're gonna do this for every game. Some people just really have no life and they're gonna do that for every game on Steam because it's gonna get seen. But if no one if your game's not that relevant and someone wants to go on a tirade, no one's going to the subreddit to I wonder what the tirades are on this uh you know, this mid tier game that no one's really talking about, but I'm interested in it. And they're like only only the people who want that kind of content are gonna go there and then it stops making headlines. Because the big thing too is that the stuff makes headlines because everyone's going to steam and seeing the crap and so it's a big lightning rod for it i think ultimately which is why they need at the very least if steam still wants to be community oriented in this they just need to get it off the store page and put it that's what bulletin boards and forums and all that is for anyways and and knowing that not a lot of people are going to see it because it's only going to be invested users that go to forums and bulletin boards of the thing that you're there people are less likely to put in the effort to do it there's like zero effort i can I can go to this thing right now, buy Mortal Kombat and write this game is garbage.
0: Yeah. And it's no effort at all. Here's, here's what I think is probably going to fix this. All right. So chat room master Don says I'm not necessarily approving of review bomb culture, but how, uh, sorry, but how many games with legitimate reviews that address issues get recognized? Meaning how can, how can actual issues be recognized without the review bomb culture? And the answer is, I don't have an answer to that. I actually think it's kind of impossible. And this has always existed in some way. It's just a lot easier now. So so I, I don't disagree with him that, you know, sure, it sucks for review bombs. But is there any other way for the legitimate stuff to rise to the top? And I would just say, if you're in a line at a store and you got a complaint and you have a legitimate one, I went home and my watermelon, I opened it up and five spiders crawled out of it. <laughs> Ugh, that'd be gross, wouldn't it? Like a watermelon full of spiders, just brrrr, when you open it. Well, that's a valid complaint. Go to the grocery store, take it back, complain. The guy in front of you, though, has decided to rip his shirt off, throw apples at everybody, and scream at the top of his lungs. My legitimate issue gets drowned <laughs> out and delayed, and everything else. So it's it's a problem everywhere. It's just gamers can do it behind their freaking keyboards and their anonymity, and they can be a lot louder about it, and they can do it in mass. So it just makes it totally chaos. So here's my solution. I have a solution. And I actually think we might be heading toward this. I've had a real epiphany over the last couple of weeks where I have much more gotten involved with the community, my and our listener communities across all the shows on Frog Pants directly in Discord. And I found something super interesting. I check Twitter less. I check Facebook less. I check that stuff less, not because I'd have less time, but because I am talking to real people They're talking to me, a real person. We have real stuff to say. They have opinions that I can know enough about them to decide if I believe them or not, or they will pepper their opinions with. Now, keep in mind, I'm not a fan of the genre, so it's probably not a game for me, but here's what I thought. And I can hear that and I can listen to it. I think the future is curated small communities with people in them with levels of trust in one another. And it's not thousands of people you don't freaking know. It'll be people you kind of know or really get to know, and in this case it's listeners, but I would much rather today go to my I'm about to set it up, but go to one of the gaming um, uh, one of the gaming discords right now, neither Boop nor, uh, nor core Hasma, but we're going to we're going to make that happen. Anyway, I'd rather go there and talk to you guys directly or over uh, uh Twitch or talk to YouTube directly so the three of us are ta- hashing it out and talking about what we like or we don't like. Like, that's how people get it done historically. If you want to talk about what the cavemen were doing, they weren't going to look at some stone where a thousand strangers scrawled at a bunch of bullshit. they go inside the cave and talk to their eight neighbors and go, all right, ugh, ugh, and they make the deal happen. So I think that's the future. Whether we want it to be or not, whether it goes counter or antithetical to what the internet is or not, I still think that's where we're headed. If we want to make peace with this, because there's no other way to do it. I can't trust the mob. It used to be ah, oh, the wisdom of crowds. F the wisdom of crowds. Two fingers straight up, middle ones. Look. Bird, bird, two birds. F um, that. All right.
3: I'm uh, off my rant. This.
0: We got we got Scott on the
3: soapbox today, John. Oh,
2: look at that. That's good. That's good. But it, I agree. I agree with him. Yeah, it's it's important because we need something to, to what Mastodon said. I agree. That there has to be some level of accountability to the companies, too. I mean, if we lived in a world where there were no user reviews, let's pretend you didn't have a place you could go and uh, post that. Yeah. And we're looking at a game that is being reviewed very well critically. I don't know what the number is at the moment on like Metacritic for official reviews, but it's positive. Right. Um, and you look at that. Now, I'm not going to say that NetherRealm would do this or is guilty of this. This is just who we're talking about at the moment. But if I'm that developer and I've got a game that seemingly looks great. Am I incentivized to fix something that people are just politely discussing as a problem? Maybe not so much Mm. if they're treating the game like it's on fire. Maybe there's a little more hustle to try and and fix that sort of thing. Now, we want to believe they would fix that, that they would say, oh, you know what? There's a lot of people complaining about this aspect. We should fix that part of the game. Mm -hmm. Um, But. I think that there's a lot of people that are afraid that companies aren't that altruistic that. And I think that's where that screaming comes in is we only get paid attention to if we're screaming. And then on the other side, you hear we would be more inclined to pay attention to you if you weren't screaming.
3: Yeah. You know, uh, Blizzard, I noticed that they eventually had done this, but one of the things I used to, not chuckle about, but used to just scratch my head over was you go to World of Warcraft dot com or whatever the, the site was, mm. and it always show you like the top ten hottest posts and they were always Blizzards, giant pile of shit companies, like top voted photo posts. And I'm like, why is this on their front page? And like every time I go in, there's this little box on the right. And it's just like like the garbage discussions that happen at you know, i'm I mean, I would just went there now it's not on there. So I think right. that's the right move.
0: Yeah. For people. And I, and I, you know, I realize as I say, what I said earlier, it doesn't answer the issue of where does legitimate criticism get back to the companies and maybe it just needs to get back to the traditional way. They've got Twitter accounts, I mean, they've got websites. It's, like, they've, it's a
3: combination of like, like you said, that the trusted, uh, the trust audience that you build. And then, you know, if you're base, if it's based on money, looking at, you know, if no one's buying X product, then what's the problem with it, right? Right. So,
0: yeah. Well, I think this game looks cool, and I'm excited to play it. I guess I'm just yeah, bummed that we, there's so uh, much... We who, who can we do a shout-out?
3: We should shout-out
0: Tyler. Oh, Tyler's awesome.
3: Tyler Lansdowne, who does the combat cast, public persona now. We can shout-out. He's a community lead on Mortal Kombat 10, yeah. or sorry, 11, and uh, we got to play. He's a big fan of Core. Yeah, he is, listens he's to the show. He's probably Here's listening right now, yeah. and yeah. listen to our show. And and now the shoes on the other foot. I'm watching Combat Cast, and I'm like, just I, I haven't bought the game yet, but I've been really digging on watching all the updates. And I've tuned in to watch to try and learn how to play on their Combat Cast. I'm, I think I'm learning things. I don't know. It, fighting games are hard for me, but uh, yeah. Anyways, well, yeah, I'm hats I off. I think I think it's it. a successful launch. It looks like an amazing game. And John,
2: if you say it's good, then. Yeah,
0: I trust. John. I like it. Yeah. I mean,
2: I I'm a somewhat of an unapologetic Mortal Kombat fanboy to begin with. It's just that's the fighting game that gripped me. That's the one where people can talk about Ryu and Ken and all the Street Fighter characters, and I'm like, yeah, they're okay. But Mortal Kombat characters, you talk about Raiden and Scorpion, and I'm like, oh, let's talk about them. They're the best. Let's yeah. let's go. Yeah. Um, so that's I mean, just always been a world for me.
0: And this is this is just right to my point. If I want to find out who, if, if, if Mortal Kombat's for me, I have people I trust, both in a public sphere and personally. I trust John's opinion, and there are also a couple of reviewers who seem pretty in sync with what I like, so I check them out every time. What I'm not going to do is go read a horribly punctuated shit post from somebody on Metacritic who just is all about burning the world down. Why am I going to look at that and go, you know... Dipshit451 has a point.
2: (laughs) Wait a minute, Scott. Are you telling me that your method of interpreting (laughs) interpreting reviews is uh, to find somebody whose opinions generally align with yours and then use them as a reference point to base your potential opinion to make an informed purchasing decision? Yes. That's almost like that's the purpose of reviews and not to create an echo chamber of I like people like it too.
0: Yeah, exactly. uh, Jocelyn, for example, is in the chat room at the moment. I know what kind of game she's into and I know the kind of game she's really passionate about. And if I was interested in a game that was in that realm, I would look to her and say, what does Joss think? Because I trust her. And even if I don't end up liking it, it's okay because I know it's not a perfect system. And Steam has return policy, so you can, you know, get out of your problem. But I will never understand this concept of just Never played it. Not gonna. It's, women are too strong in this game. It's too grindy. And they're trying to make me buy shit. Never another dime. die. Never. A, I'm going to get on this. I'm not, I don't want to get back up on the soapbox. I just want to say that that's not a method for anything. It's not a way to do anything. And there's no reason. This idea that, well, without them, how will Realm know? No. They know. And they're attentive to it. You could say uh, somebody, or maybe it was even Joss, was talking about... Um, Oh, yeah, Anthem. It, se- <clears throat> it seems like no matter how loud people get about Anthem, BioWare and EA are just dragging their feet on it. And they're just not saying anything about it. Well, you know what that is? That's a company who's behaving terribly. And you don't need some idiot to tell you that. You can see them doing it, so don't buy their products anymore if you don't like yeah, how they're doing no,
3: it. Uh, there's no comment section on the Origin store page, and yet somehow they found out <laughs> what people think about the game. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
0: somehow it's a huge controversy with our i was comments. gonna say
3: scott also doesn't have a steam store page like a uh, core we don't have a steam store page for our podcast although
0: Valve hook us
3: up man yeah. us, get, get us on the distribution yeah. but uh actually no don't do it but if we had a steam page yeah We don't. I'm sorry. We don't have a Steam page, and we hear all kinds of feedback anyway. Like the feedback
0: gets. Oh, it'll get you there. We live in the age of the internet. It's not like everybody's blind to it unless a bunch of randos yell at you. It doesn't work that way anymore. I learned
3: this week. You can't cut diamond without another diamond, but you can crush it with a hammer. Yeah. There's no need to (laughs) bury it in five feet of ground and cast thunder wave because you need a big source the feedback will get
2: to you it will it will you know i learned that i can crush diamonds. just they're like play-doh basically just just need a hammer and you're good i'm a big fan
0: i'm a big fan of a of a a live (laughs) show where you spend most of it googling information about
3: hey if the feedback's polite i like learning so keep the feedback (laughs) coming but if it's accompanied with zero out of ten role-playing game podcast uh, you doesn't know enough about diamonds <laughs> can't listen doesn't know enough about diamonds like i'm sorry i just didn't pay attention in science class like what can i tell you i'm sorry
0: sorry Nick, but i like learning
3: so good see there's good feedback there's literally good feedback mm-hmm. and then there is i think the store page in particular on steam right now is it's not good feedback it's a lot of toxicity laced into it that Makes everyone hostile on both sides and, what's, and takes away from our passion, which is we enjoy playing games. It's fun. We're supposed to be smiling and being happy, and you know, take talk about those serious issues. But remember, you know, we're all enjoying this thing.
0: Yeah. What's frustrating about that is there. I, I play a lot of indie games, and I pay a lot of attention to what's happening on Steam in that, in that area. And when there's when it's a game that isn't a big AAA title with millions of people downloading it and playing it. You do have a smaller audience, obviously, and therefore your responses in there are going to be less toxic just simply from the numbers. And I like that. Like, I like going into my little weird space game and finding eight reviews where the, where it's very thoughtful. Guy played it for 300 hours, has some complaints, but overall loved it. Here's the things he liked. Like, it's a reasonable thing happening. Just like our Twitch chat right now on a show like Core where, you know, it's we do more on the podcast than we do live. A lot more. But here they are. They're polite and nice and saying things and some of it's disagreeing some of it's agreeing it doesn't matter but if we had you know 50,000 people in here it'd be a shit show it'd be the worst day ever <laughs> because you can't control those numbers I think it's a numbers problem and so I think yeah. know, people with the kind
3: of OCD where they must type toxic things every two seconds gravitate to where there's the biggest audience you know All right. there's 50,000 people in this channel I can't wait to write the n-word 5,000 times this is gonna be great you know. i tell my mom what I did today. She'll be proud of me.
0: <laughs> hey, mom, check it out. Like your mom will ever know. That's the funny bit. All right, let's move past this. Uh, more on that later, though. I do think I, uh, well, I haven't played it yet. I plan to. Um, like I said, Nick really likes it. John is a fan. We'll probably talk more about it uh, later and maybe even do a stream or two where we fight each other. Yeah. Round one all the way through Fatality. We'll see how it goes.
2: Possibly some murder. Murder.
0: Uh, what's great about that game? You murder your opponent like eight times in just the one round, and they still mm-hmm. get up and fight. It's the best thing. Like it's yeah. great. There's
3: one part where I they were showing it, and you stick two spikes, one in each of the guy's eyes. Yeah, and then you kick him up in the air, and then punch him, and then somehow they're okay and have eyes again.
2: Right? <laughs> like, <Yeah>. what? <laughs> there's, a, there's a whole. Every character has a thing called uh, fatal blows which you can do when you're almost dead, you can activate it. And it's a series of moves that are just, it might as well be eight fatalities strung together into one set of moves. And then the opponent's just like, but I'm good. (laughs) I think my favorite is Aaron Black, the cowboy. He shoots you a bunch of times, uh, knocks you around. And then at the end, he shoots straight up in the air. The bullets ricochet off two gold coins and fly into each of the opponent's eyes. And the, the opponents are like, I got shot in the eyes. All right, let's continue fighting, please. We must. I gotta, I gotta keep going. I might win this.
3: <laughs> I think maybe this game does need those He Med PSAs
0: now, kids. Yeah. Um, play
3: with actual guns. Dark Raiden. Dark Raiden
0: can teach you a little <laughs> lesson about uh, now. Careful around live electrical wires, kids. You'll never know. <laughs>
2: after. Earthrealm, child. <laughs> after he murders somebody, Scorpion pops back up. All right, kids, we had a lot of fun today, but I'm here to tell you that fatalities are not fun. If you have a friend, his heart needs to stay in his chest. <laughs> we should do some of these. You know what? My favorite
0: thing about what I've seen about this game so far is the, the rigging is amazing. Like The faces and the expressions, they don't seem uncanny valley and stiff like they did in 9 to me. I mean, they were fine. Yeah, they were awesome. good, but they're so expressive in this. It'd be fun to make fake PSAs out of them. I bet you could.
2: It seems to be using the same uh, face technology that they kind of put out there in full force for Injustice Two. Yeah. Which was same thing. Like you just looked at them and you're like, it. It's so close to uncanny valley. I think Injustice Two hit the uncanny valley for me, where I'd be watching him talk, mm-hmm. and I just found myself doing that. Like something's going on. This is weird. <laughs> This one seems to have found the balance of like, it looks like a really good and expressive face. And I'm not like just staring at it. Like something's wrong. I'm in the weird future of robot people.
0: <laughs> yeah. I think that looks really cool. Plus I think it'd be funny to like the Scorpion should warn kids about the dangers of fire and setting fire yeah. to things. Kids now listen, you sh- shouldn't should play with fire. Thanks. We Mr. had a good time
2: today, but <laughs> setting fires is never fun. <laughs> Johnny
3: Johnny Cage can give you advice about your actual realistic chances of becoming an actor in Hollywood.
2: Yeah,
0: right. He's a such a douche. I'm excited to see him, but I he's
2: Johnny just, Cage is so good in this game. I've heard. Oh my gosh, that's
0: what I've heard. I've heard he's just
2: he, he hangs out with himself. Oh, it's
0: fantastic. Yeah, I'm I'm very excited to play the story. I'm excited, and and you know what? If I get to a point where there's a girl with clothes on, I'll see how offended I am. Okay, I'll let everyone know.
2: Also. I will say, look for this, Scott. This is a way to avoid a spoiler. Yeah. Look for one of our favorite Fargo lines coming out of Johnny Cage's mouth. That's oh, my really? Moment. Yeah, there's a Fargo line in there.
0: Shut up! That made the it game might be already.
2: Slightly adjusted, but it's there's a there's a Fargo bit. I'm
0: I'm completely there. in on whatever the hell that even is. I'm super stoked. What now. the heck you mean? The heck what you mean? that
2: one. It's that Does one. Does he say I am? Work- yeah. I am. down at the McDonald's. The McDonald's. <laughs> This is just going to be constant guessing until I say which Fargo quote it
0: is. Does it? You shot me in the face? It's not that one. It's not. I I am cooperating, Wade. You didn't say that. Oh, you got you got it on the first guess. Oh, You shot me in the face.
2: Uh huh. Sweet. <laughs>
0: I was going to go Chipper next. I had a, a few more in my sleeve that I was going to go to, but all right. Well, there it is. Mortal Kombat NK11. Go check it out and play it. Anduin win Rin not win. Rin, ho- owner of the Wynn Hotel in Las Vegas, will join Heroes of the Storm. That's right, everyone's favorite classic Blizzard game. Uh, now available on the PTR, not in the real world yet. And Bo, I'm going to let you tell me why you think he looks good on that. Uh, on paper, uh, well, I anyway. haven't
3: seen much because uh, the Heroes of the Storm YouTube channel didn't push any promotional video. Uh, there mm. was a. <laughs> I saw tweets of people like, "Man, Andrew super fun." And I was like, "What?" <laughs> <laughs> and, and so they did their usual PTR patch notes and just sort of launched it. And admittedly, I've been playing less, so I've been paying less attention. But sure, I saw the teaser tweets. Anyways, he's out on the PTR, and um I haven't played him, but I did watch some gameplay, and I think he looks super rad.
0: What does he do? What's his role? What's his? Like uh, you can.
3: Da- he has like flash shield, and he's got some other white. <laughs> Yellow lights. The only thing that's really important in my mind is from the battle for Azeroth cinematic. You know when he what's in the boxes. Yeah, yeah. He reaches his hand up and he looks. He does that as one of his ultimates, and I was like, oh, this is the best.
0: That's uh, pretty good. It's yeah, pretty so, good. so wait, what I, is he? A healer? Is he a
3: what's a... he's definitely a support. Okay. Um he's definitely healing and doing all the healing business. He kind of reminds me of Alexstrasza a bit. He seems to always have a movement speed buff. I don't know what exactly that mechanic is, but. They have the little wind tracers on him but i just think he looks cool i don't know what it like sometimes he, you know they do a hero and you're like eh, it looks all right or whatever but he actually just looks really i was very concerned it was going to be mr pandaria and it mm. and this isn't to bag on the ex- that expansion but if you played alliance he kind of was
2: just was like he didn't do a he... lot he got well, kidnapped he and then they dropped cool. a bell on him <laughs>
3: He just wasn't very cool. He was walking around in his white shirt and weird shoulder things, and, like, he didn't have a banana hair. suit of armor. Yeah. yeah, like, he just was... I was just like, I don't want to hang out with this. Like, you do your thing, Anduin. I'm going to go and kill some some cool things. You <laughs> just hang... It. You, you go on your personal journey. I wasn't very invested or interested in Anduin, and I was I was kind of worried it would be that iteration, but they've done a mix of it where he's got Chalamet, but he's got sweet armor shoulder pads, but he's not fully armored up like he is in, in the... um. The thing, but overall, I think like visually he looks super cool.
0: Yeah, he looks agile, weirdly, because um, he's not yeah. running; he's walking. Uh, he does that cool walk that I th- sometimes like in the game. Uh, yeah. But uh, yeah, I, I mean, I it's hard for me to say. Uh, the only, The only thing I wanted to bring up about this is: Do you think this was in the pipeline for a long time, and we're just now getting it, or is this a sign? Oh yeah, that- well, they,
3: we know they worked a year in advance on stuff. So if they said we're turning off the Heroes of the Storm faucet right now. They still have whatever pipeline and because they changed the cadence, which used to be a hero month, they probably have two years worth of heroes that they can just sort of keep working on and releasing at whatever pace they feel like. I think now, yeah, that's, that's just my guess. But like the Starcraft two co-op commanders, they're still releasing them at a very ginger pace, Mm. but they're still releasing new commanders there. So, you might get two a year and I think it's going to be the same treatment for heroes going forward.
1: Yeah.
2: Yeah. I ran into the same issue that Bo did where I found out that he was in the game about nine hours after the tweet that said, Hey, he's in the PTR. And I was like, wait, what, uh, where was I on this? And then I looked at their page and I was like, they apparently were teasing this and released him. And I missed all of it. And, I think there's a lot of factors for that. Uh, you know, there was a part of me that my gut reaction to that was, way to go, Blizzard PR, really nailing that one. Yeah. I had no idea he was even coming. The Teasers were
3: obvious though. Yeah.
2: They were. And I mean we already knew Anduin there was, was coming. Who's the yellow
3: Charlemagne in the second one? <laughs> yeah. Clearly. We, who...
2: we knew Anduin was coming months ago. Um, they well, they yeah. had that leak, but I think for me, part of it is we got so programmed as Heroes players to look for a new hero every three to six weeks. You know, like it was, oh, okay, what's coming up? What's coming up? It's been three months since the last hero. And we're just not at a point where we're thinking to look for it. It's like, I don't know. They'll probably do a new hero at some point. Mm -hmm. I don't know when. And we just also battle for Azeroth still going strong. There's new art and new things about battle for Azeroth coming out all the time. So. Anduin popping up on my timeline doesn't set off any like bells. I don't go, oh Anduin, what's this? Yeah. Like people post pictures of Anduin all the time.
0: Yeah, if it was freaking Bulvar, you'd go, (laughs) Whoa, Bulvar, what? How where what's what? But no, you're Anduin the place is smelly with Anduin. He's everywhere right now. Yeah. So I get it. Also, this is just new cadence, man. Remember that word cadence? This is it. Three months. How could we forget? Yeah. Three months. But I'm sure he's fun. In this now classic Blizzard game,
2: he's already a classic hero. <laughs> he's not even out yet.
0: Nope, he's not even out yet, and he's classic. All right, we also have on the on the uh, the horizon coming in June, according to a new report, cheaper Nintendo Switch models. Now, this has been rumored for a while. It looks like this is the most uh, uh, probable that we've seen. Probably cheaper. Probably more focused on uh, it being portable. Maybe there's also rumors of two models, one kind of a a more expensive sort of home one for those who want to go a little higher end. And then also one that's maybe a little cheaper that's focused on the portability of the device. I just wanted to know, after all this time now, does this push either John Jagger or Bo Schwartz any closer to the precipice that is Switch Ownership?
2: I mean, I still want one. I there was never a point where I didn't want one. Mm. It's just it's an expensive prospect. Yeah. And the funny thing is, is Nintendo is subtly expensive because they they put out their console and they're like, look, this console's not that much money compared to other things you buy. This is pretty nice. Look at what we got here. Yeah. Little Nintendo. <laughs> and you go, all right, that's not bad. And then you you think about it, I could probably, I could probably spend enough to get that. And then you look at. Yeah, but you're going to need to buy this classic controller. Yeah. yeah, you're right. I probably do need to get that classic controller. Well, that's going to be a pretty penny. All right, well, maybe I can get some of the games I want on discount since they've been out forever now. Oh, no, we don't do that here at Nintendo. Those games are $60 forever. <laughs> All right, well, I guess this is... All right, great. <laughs> so...
0: You're just, all
2: of a sudden, you're like, well, this is way more expensive than I thought. And I've gotten so close to buying a Switch so many times, and then as soon as I go, well, I need Zelda, and I need Mario, and I need, it's so expensive at this point already. So, I don't know. At some point, I will get it. I'm definitely going to be more interested in actually a more expensive model, because I I think looking at the base original Switch, I think improvements could have been made to it. Mm. And I think there was that part of me that always gets burned by Nintendo revisions. You know, they're like, we put out a new console. It's available in ugly orange and awkward purple. And you're like, okay, I want one. And those are my options. So give me the awkward purple one. <laughs> and then they're like, Here's a black one. And you're like, why didn't you put this out at launch? Why did this wait until six months later? Uh, So knowing Nintendo has a tendency to put out cool things after the fact, I think there was also an element of, I'll just wait till the cool one that I would be upset that I don't have comes out and I'll get that
1: one.
0: Uh, Fathomed in the chat says, isn't a Switch just an overpriced iPad? No. First of all, if you're going to look at it that way, it's an underpriced iPad. (laughs) <laughs> they're a lot cheaper so uh <laughs> <laughs> that's a weird thing to say um no that thing is awesome bo Do you uh where are you at because i love mine i love it and uh, i'll probably a, it, go ahead
3: i think it looks really cool my friend uh you know well you guys know croft don't yeah I, love- I don't know, how should i refer to him because you guys know him I know him. he seems my friend, like he isn't your friend, right? But, you know,
0: I know him enough but, to know that he is a bozo, and I love him.
3: But uh, <laughs> local legend Crofton Steers, yeah, yeah, is also a Switch owner. And when we get together to play games here, the kind of nice thing is that that thing's actually easy to bring around. Yeah, so I actually kind of get to play Switch because he has one, basically. Oh, yeah. So I'm I'm kind of like sated on that front. I do want to play Zelda. Like, if there's only one game. That i'm really like interested in that i know i can't get anywhere else an yeah. exclusive yeah post trigger oh. word um the uh <laughs> it's 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 for zelda like I'm, I'm i'm hard-pressed to think of exclusives on ps4 or xbox that i really would want to play sure but zelda's the one i think
0: yeah, yeah. nintendo make my makes my favorite exclusives sony does okay for sure but
2: they did really good this this generation. Yeah, this generation. Not, all, not every generation, but they did good this year.
3: Yeah, even, like I've played Last of Us, but I'm you know, in Charted, I've tried it a little bit, but I'm like, eh, I don't, I don't need to own that. <laughs> you know, yeah. like I've tried the But Zelda looks really cool. So uh,
0: yeah, I, I it so. is. It's really good, and um, I think you probably love it. But I mean, this is the worst part of this conversation is that I would probably want the new one too. Actually,
3: that Link's Adventure also looks cool. Oh right. I think about it. I played that on Game Boy. Yeah, oh, yeah. yeah. It looks yeah, that's good. That's one of
2: my favorite Zeldas. I love so, that game. I'm
3: kind of like, yeah, I don't know. They, yeah, so out of all the consoles, the Switch is the most interesting to me. Just because Maybe it's the I furthest from it. PC gaming. Isn't it Link's Awakening? Link's
0: Awakening, one. right? Awakening? Yeah. Okay. Uh,
2: yeah, the one that's got the
3: wind fish in it. Was that Game Boy Advance or Game Boy? Game Boy. I can't remember, but I had an Advance and the SP and all that. It was on one of them.
0: It was a Game Boy, it
2: was a Game Boy, and then it came out on the Game Boy Color as uh, Link's Awakening DX.
0: Yes, but that was it. It never showed up on the GBA or any of its iterations, or the DS or the 3DS. So it's been a while, and I am all on board because that's one of the best Zelda games I ever played. Like straight up.
2: That, by the way, embarrassing story about me because I, I I don't know why I'm volunteering this, but we'll share uh it was oh. one of my favorite eras in gaming when they just started throwing dx on top of all the games yeah. because i had a screen name at the time that had dx in it because i was way into wrestling mm-hmm. and i was like yeah i want to have dx in my name and it got to the point where that was a little bit embarrassing mm-hmm. and then i was like i gotta get rid of this
1: screen name; <laughs>
2: it's so bad and then nintendo starts putting dx on everything and i was like no it works now it's just it's because it's me in color. Yeah. <laughs> deluxe. Yeah. Deluxe me. Look at me.
0: Yep. Very deluxe DX. Oh, man. I'm looking at video of this trailer when they launched the trailer for it at the on the Nintendo Direct. It is so the art style they've chosen to redo this in is so cool. It's
2: amazing. I just want
0: to reach out and touch it and pinch it and eat it.
2: Oh, that's this I year. Don't you guys you should eat it, but
0: that's this year. That'd be enough to get me to get a switch alone. So let's see what happens in June.
3: Yeah, curiously enough, it's almost more interesting than the actual
0: new-gen Zelda game. Mm.
2: Yeah, I, actually, I do kind of feel that way because I know I'm going to have problems with that Switch Zelda game. Weapons breaking and me don't get along.
0: Let me tell you something about that. Okay, but actually, this is a really good example of thoughtful discussion about game stuff that could be better, right? So we're doing it right now, right on the air. Um, it's the only thing that kept me from calling that the greatest game ever. Was the breaking weapons. I hated that mechanic. And it made the game frustrating needlessly in my opinion. There was no need for it. You could have still had gradual increase of better weapons. And changing them out often because you're finding cooler stuff. But when they would break. It was a ugh, needless mechanic. It was like having. Yeah. For me it's like having a, a an escort mission when you don't need one. Just do something else.
3: So is the solution for that just to stockpile the weapons you like. And you like stockpile them
0: yes sort of yes um so the answer the inventory to that is yes.
3: management of the game so it's like oh, i'll spend two hours farming mats so that i always have this sword that i really
0: like or kind of yeah and even when you get the best swords and best staffs and stuff like that weapons in the game they they're not really the best of anything because they're gonna break so so eventually you're gonna be in a you're gonna be in a situation in a dungeon where it's a really hard fight and a really good fight but a hard one and. You lose a weapon. Well, shoot, what do I have in my inventory? I'm all out of that one. I guess I'll use this lesser one now. And now the fight's even harder. And it's just a... It was a bad choice. I didn't love it. And it was parent—it it was paranoia-inducing for me. Okay. Yeah,
2: I get that way, too. It's the same thing, the principle of getting, like, magnum bullets in Resident Evil. I don't want to shoot those. No. I need to save those. And then you win the game with a million magnum bullets.
0: Yeah, same.
2: Ah, what did I do this for? Uh, and I assumed, I was like, well... The master sword is in that game, right? Surely that can't be a problem. They can't have the master sword break. And then I found out how that mechanic works. I am like, oh, crap. yeah, <laughs> this is not
0: good. But at the end of the day, it's one of the greatest video games ever crafted. It's just such a bummer that there's like, it's like the perfect bum, but you got a big old <laughs> zit right in the <laughs> side of your cheek. You got a perfect butt. All right. I'm talking like model perfect butt. This will make all the Mortal Kombat. Yeah. Angry Are we talking
2: about it. my own or someone no, no, no. else? Someone I'm looking else's... at a perfect yeah, butt. What
0: butt, um, am, what butt? am I picturing? Are not I your like... own. Not your own. The perfect, okay. attractive, wonderful butt. Idris Elba's butt. Oh, <laughs> all right, sure. That's fine. You can what, totally go that way. Whatever floats does, your does does butt. Do we have the perfect but, butt but. chat room? I don't know who's the who's the guy right now. Who has? Sorry, the I'm derailing
3: butt? it. I'm derailing it. Just picture a butt. I've got a butt. All right,
0: you picture a butt. It's very nice. Or any a perfect face. It doesn't have to be a butt but then just a big old boil on it and that boil won't go away the boil just sits there and festers
2: how
3: how big is the boil a big old i
2: like, love that the like, point of annoyance was i don't know maybe a face if you can't handle the butt analogy <laughs> I maybe just picture of face. Butt. i just uh,
3: there's a large variety of butts in the world
0: there are i wanted to
3: have the right one that scott was intending for me to picture
0: Yeah, I don't. I'm trying to think of a good in their prime butt, and I can't. Can't think. Anyways,
3: uh, think of a great butt, and then there's a big boil on it.
2: Yeah.
0: Imagine if you will. Hold on, I got a better one. Um, Better than a butt, even. This one's just less weird. Let's say you got you just got a brand new car, and it's the best (laughs) car. It's it's got a butt. (laughs) (laughs) I'm sorry. Yes, yeah, a perfect cake with a cat turd in it, chat room. Thank you. They've done it.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> and you got to eat that cake, no matter how good that cake is. Cat turd. <laughs> All right. Uh, sorry, Nintendo, but they got them to take it. I, w- I always hope, was hoping they'd patch it out, but that's not what N- Nintendo's not that company. They make perfection, and they walk away. They don't go, oh, you know, people are real upset about that breaking weapon thing. We'll patch that out in 5.0. They don't do that. It stays. You're there. Yeah. You, you never get rid of your car butt. Or your cakes uh, They don't are... have a
3: comment section with all the people raging about it. Look out.
0: <laughs> <laughs>
3: Take it back to the Steam store. Where's the outrage about a yeah. drinkable item? You items? can't
0: even get outrage on YouTube because they don't let people stream it unless they get their money or however that works. <laughs> yeah, know. Nintendo Nintendo is weird. All right. Um, finally, uh, of note, Overwatch introduced something really cool this week, and I wondered if it might get some of us back in there playing. I like. I've always liked the game, but you guys have been... Away from it for a while, they are adding something they're calling Workshop, for custom games and modes and rules. The tool, as described by the official announcement, seems pretty flexible. You can uh, let's see, you can change how a hero moves or the properties of their abilities, uh, change damage or healing outputs, even add text boxes. Uh, after creating a script, you can test it with the Workshop Inspector and share it online for others, so other people can use your weird cool. setup. It's cool, right? It's pretty cool. Custom maps, kinda. I mean, you, not really, but you could. No, it seems like the heroes, but still, still it's still cool. Like it doesn't, I'm just. I, wow. I, I'm i with you about the future of, I want custom everything. And I think they should open that up, but this is a nice, this is way more than just a bunch of mutators. This is like tweaking every I'm aspect of the gameplay workshop. Yeah. You should watch the, custom the
3: scripts and rule sets that change. Yeah. Isn't that cool?
0: I should do that I at the the overpants tournament tomorrow. Cool. I'm gonna make everybody's cue broken or something, and then win the game. That'll be good. By the way, well, wish can, me luck tomorrow. We can
3: we can make maybe we can make a gun that shoots at your face like <laughs> this is, like, <laughs> this is like Scott head
0: bullets. <laughs> I mean, whatever. Maybe we can
3: make Scott the hero. Can we upload custom art assets to this thing? I don't think It'll so. It'll be Tracer's body with Scott's head on top of it. <laughs> and he shoots a Scott gun.
0: Yeah, I. Uh... <laughs> rusty nails has the perfect rage mode reaction i'm not saying it's his but he says oh i see too busy or see i see blizzard too busy to work on overwatch uh gotta get your players to do the work for you what a sham yeah that's that somebody could say that i guess uh but, we've
3: i've been begging for stuff like this for heroes since like it was first ever a thing even like this it makes me just happy seeing it come to overwatch
0: yeah the game it's not it's not a classic yet so they still do stuff for it yeah, i guess so I'm not grumpy at all about the classic status, as you can tell.
2: No, not at all. I'm really annoyed. You'll by be it. able to
0: impact how the existing maps and characters behave. Hmm. Yeah. You
3: can you, I don't know, I'm, uh, that wow, I may start playing Overwatch. Oh, again. Tracer's
0: butt. She had if she had a boil on her butt.
3: I well, I thought about that about how like it's like people being mad that they changed their pose. That was a big deal, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah, yeah.
0: Same thing. But she has the perfect... What I mean is she's the perfect butt I'm talking about. She's not even realistic how perfect it is. So she has this perfect butt. Imagine if it just had like a... (laughs) It would have had a baby arm hanging out of it.
3: (laughs) I mean, I feel like any butt would be problematic (laughs) with a baby arm. (laughs) Uh, if you guys aren't listening <laughs> sure. to,
0: uh, here, or, uh, sorry, uh, there will be dungeons, you should uh, be doing that.
2: What's the grumpy well, that, classic thing? It would Heroes make classic game it would make wiping really kind of a breeze.
0: Or, it would get in the way and slap your hand away and stuff. That'd be the worry oh, I'd man. have. Oh man,
2: an aggressive baby arm that's like, no!
0: Yeah, no! <laughs>
2: Every time now. you try
0: to get too close. Just now. slap your hand away,
2: slap it. An extra uh, hurdle. <laughs>
0: Oh, Jocelyn hadn't she's in the chat, hadn't heard of this classic classification. It's because of a job posting where they put they lumped it in with Warcraft three, StarCraft one and two, Diablo one and two, like they and Heroes of the Storm. Yeah.
2: I what classic I want game. I want to give Reaper Tracer's uh moveset just a one for one switch <laughs> where he's just teleporting around and he's just with the Reaper voice being like Wahoo. <laughs> Hello, love. Yes. And then, cheers, love. The Calvary's here. And then he just
3: teleports back. Uh, Uploading your own voice lines would be part... This, uh, I, think we're, I think we're extending it farther than what this thing is. We
0: are. Is no I know.
2: I know. It is. We are. Yeah.
0: But we're getting there. And it's probably going to be... Not... I mean, this isn't right away. So keep your eye on I'd it. I'd love but.
3: it if you could do that, but just share it with your friends and local... Not local games, but like like friends games, like yeah. not public access. It's like just,
0: I don't know. Yeah, no, I agree. Yeah, no, I agree. Was that why? why do I, I, do that? I would
3: want to, I would want to make like heroes for everyone. I know. Yeah, Especially so that
0: Scott. I'll say, yeah, no, I agree. What does that mean when I yeah. do that? That's a broken, yeah, no, I agree. That's a bad, it's a broken way of talking. That's bad English. It
2: means, uh, it means yes. Hello. Pay attention to me. <laughs> no, please stop talking. I agree with you. <laughs> is that
0: it? That might be it. It's a trick to get everyone to shut up and listen to me. Not true. All yeah.
2: Right. Hey, everybody, I have something to say. <laughs> no, stop talking. I agree with you, and then that's your point. <laughs> oh, this
0: is cool. Custom game browser will house the workshop creations, but that will be—that's not public stuff. That's just you. Interesting. I you know, don't know.
3: It could—if it's popular enough for they keep wanting to work on it, I—I I wouldn't assume that's all we're getting. You know, the features might get fleshed out over time. I love what I'm hearing. Oh, my God. What
2: if we made a custom map, isometric view? Okay. Give the characters a couple of abilities. Okay. Put them in lanes. Now, some arbitrary robots or something go down each of the lanes. Okay. You have to fight another team of maybe, I don't know, five people. Okay constant fighting to try to destroy a core or something. You sure. call whatever we want sure. on the enemy side. All right. But you got to get through like some tower turrets before then. Does that sound like something? We call it overs of the watch.
0: Yes. Yeah. Or let's see, watchers of the, of the butt boils. I don't know what to call it, <laughs> but yeah, let's do that. And, but then what, if, John, what if the camp, what if you could control the camera, like zoom it up kind of three quarter view. Mm-hmm. So it's, more Diablo style kind of angle. Right. So yeah. you're not first person anymore. Now you're like distant third person. Right. Yeah. And then uh, you changed all the controls so that WASD was not at all. Like w, like Q, W, and E were like ability buttons and you use the mouse to actually move your character.
2: Oh, well, that makes sense for this. Oh, yeah. holy shit. What if you put other Blizzard characters in it? <laughs> Wait a minute. What? You mean like Warcraft people and stuff? Yeah, like, I've always wanted to know what would happen if a Tracer fought a Diablo. Oh,
0: wow, this is amazing.
3: And it's true, because, like, they have the skins in there. Like, you can play as uh, Sonya Zarya. Yeah. so
0: <laughs> I hope they're they it, Blizzard, if you're listening, I think we got an idea going on here. It could yeah, be free to play.
2: A-plus idea. Yeah. people have Honestly, already... what if they did it, and they put it... They phrased it as like an overwatch thing do you think the game would just suddenly take off people were like yeah! what if it was the <laughs> same game <laughs>
1: what if it was the exact
0: same game and they just said guys we made a mod in overwatch and it's called this and they just stripped the name out so it's got some other new name and here it is and it's really just the client for Heroes of the Storm.
3: But it's got all the tools built in, like replay and play of the game oh and Lord. all that other business.
2: It just says Overwatch, like their logo, just badly photoshopped over. And then it just says Overwatch Storm Mode.
1: Yeah, it's perfect. Where
2: you just get into the game and you just play it. And they're like, Jeff Kaplan comes out and he's like, we really think this is going to be just positive <laughs> and great. And, you know, a lot of people just didn't like the first person thing. We're going to try this isometric deal. Yeah. And you can watch this picture in picture of me watching sitting by a fire while you play.
0: Yeah. It'll be great. I love it. I'm in. I'm all in. Welcome to the new reality, the new world order. I wonder how many Jeff Kaplan heroes are gonna get made in the Oh the so, so many. So many. It'll be stupid how many. And it'll go meme as hell and then he'll end up in porn. In Overwatch porn. Oh
2: no. <laughs> oh, poor Jeff. Yeah. 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 I mean, I don't know, maybe lucky Jeff. Who knows what they're gonna do with them, but you know.
0: Yeah. I had somebody at a friend of mine say, Hey, my kids love Overwatch. Oh, well, that's cool. Yeah, and they because they wanted to know what I was doing around Overwatch. So I was like, Well, I play it, you know, talk about it on some of my shows and stuff, but yeah, it's a good game. Is it okay for my kids? Oh yeah, totally. Their kids your kids can totally do that. Well, the reason I ask is they were searching the internet and they found uh, some really uh questionable material about Overwatch. <laughs> And I said, yeah. oh, that's I had to explain that that's not official content from from Blizzard, that that's some third. And like, imagine somebody who just doesn't do Internet things, what they would see that and go, because it looks like Overwatch people like straight up. That's and in a lot of cases, it's exported models and rigs and everything. And they see some of that and go, what is this thing my kids are into? And they don't realize it's like purely fan fiction. It's like nothing to do with Blizzard. And out of their own control. They don't know. They don't have any idea. It was a very weird conversation. Every
3: bit as magical as the officially sanctioned material.
0: Exactly. Oh my gosh, I forgot how weird our conversation went last week. This is
2: what they do when they aren't shooting at each other, you know? Mm -hmm. Got to unwind somehow, I guess.
0: There's one way to do it. All right. Well, that's all well and good. Now, this. Real quick, what we've been playing. I have been playing mad max uh Mad Max, just Mad Max. It's the video game from twenty fifteen I love that it's game road <laughs> I almost did. I keep sending you guys video clips and stuff because I love it that much and I keep capturing funny moments and it's just a big fun sandbox, and I just love that game so I've been playing that, and I've still been playing anno eighteen hundred Those games could not be more different than each other. One is a very cerebral traditional city builder with lots of strategic sort of thinking and you know. 1800 uh, pre-industrial age sort of uh, vibe to it. And uh, the first the the guy that yells for Sigmar all the time is in it, which is great because I love talking Sigmar. to him. He's great.
2: Here's the fun thing, though, Scott. Here's your fun activity.
0: Yeah.
2: Flip the two in your mind. Okay. Now pretend you're playing a Mad Max city builder. Oh, shut up. <laughs>
0: I know some wow, people would say, well, some people have said, hey, if you play that Frostpunk or whatever it's called, is it Frostpunk? Whatever it is. That's the winter one.
1: Yeah.
3: Yeah, They say, hey,
0: that's like that. Like, no, 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 not what I'm looking for. I would absolutely do this, first of all. Second of all, the Anno forums are chock full of people asking for this exact thing, John. So it's funny you brought it up. Because they're all, look, you've gone in the past many times. You've done future a number of times. Now we're back in the past again. And you've done current day. How about post-apocalyptic, after a war, something, something like that. Make that the next Anno game. Dude, I'd be so down for that. Oh my gosh, I'd be down for that. That'd be amazing. But don't give me some artificially obtrusive, uh, overarching mechanic like Frostpunk I couldn't get into because I don't like the cold mechanic. Like, I don't like it. It's just, oh, look what time it is. There's a timer been running. Oh shit, everybody indoors. Did he have enough gas? I don't know. Oh, we lost 50 people. Well shit. I hate that. Not into it. But I really would be into one that's like Mad Maxi and they just you know, I sure you need gas, you need food, you need resources, and you gotta fight to get it. And I mean, there's plenty you could do. It'd be amazing. And I would play that living crap out of that. Um anyway, that's what I've been up to. I haven't had a ton of time this week. We got this Vegas trip tomorrow. I leave at like crack of dawn. And uh speaking of Overwatch, the Overwatch uh Overpants, Frog Pants tournament is tomorrow night. And oh, nice. if you're coming to Vegas, great, you're going to have seats inside the the stadium. We are in the actual the people who make my headset, the HyperX Esports Arena in um uh in Vegas. It's in the Luxor Hotel, and it's like a legit place. They tonight they're having a Smash Brothers tournament. Um, they've had uh, official uh, Overwatch and um, Hearthstone. There were Heroes of the Storm games played there. I can't remember if they were actual HGC or something else, but league and all that stuff. They all go there to play. It's it's like a legit thing. Huge stadium, teams up on stage, commentator booth, all that stuff. We're doing that. We rented it to do it. It's the dumbest thing because it's this tournament of eight teams who are all just listeners of shows, who are all ranging from okay at the game to terrible, and we don't care. Like the, it's just for that's fun. That's amazing, though. Yeah. that's
2: I, We need more of that, though. I like, agree. Give people that cool experience. Like that's that's super cool. I completely agree. I wish I was
3: going. I, I wish I you were, were really going, going too. Trying to try and make it, but you yeah,
0: you'd, you'd love. Right it. Have you ever been to Vegas? No. You would love Vegas. Vegas is great. You got to see Vegas at least once. It's something yeah. else. You know, the, my rules with Vegas are: it is so much fun to go visit once in a while don't stay there more than four days because then you okay, want day
3: five's a bad scene.
0: Yeah. You just, it just starts to, you start to realize that as fun as the artifice it, it is, it's, it is an artifice. <laughs> like okay. it, there, There's no lasting happiness to be found there, but it's so much fun to go visit and it's just bright and fun and great. And even if you don't drink and gamble like me, it's still fun. I I really enjoy it. But anyway, so we're going to have this. I
2: remember sp- the, sorry, I keep go cutting ahead. you off, but i I remember the early days of TMS. It might've even been ELR. You would tell stories about you going to Vegas and you would always cut the trip short. It felt like, it always felt like you were like, yeah, we went to Vegas. We were going to be there four days. We were there two. Yeah. (laughs) Before I was just like, now I got to get out of here.
0: Yeah. Anywhere between two and four days, you just start to feel the the weight of it and you just got to go. But as, as a place to hang and be for a couple of days, it's the best. And that's what we're doing. So tomorrow night at six, 30 mountain time. That's 530. No, no, I'm sorry. I got the I keep getting this wrong. 630 Pacific. That's John's time, right?
2: Yep. Current, right now currently
0: <laughs> for half the year. And then uh so that'd be 7 30 here, 8 30 central, 9 30 uh eastern. We're gonna have this thing broadcast on the Twitch channel. So frogpants.com or excuse me, twitch.tv slash frogpants. And uh it's like legit, like cameras and high def and like the whole schmear, even though we're just like the biggest bunch of losers everywhere, but that's going to be the fun. And you got me doing commentating with Ibbitt and Tom Merritt will sit in for one of us as our teams play because we're playing too. So we'll hop off Mike and go be on the team for one of the rounds. I'm with the Paul Johnsons, I think is the name of the team. <laughs> Um, <laughs> that's a good team name, yeah. apropos. Yeah, so we're just going to have a ton of fun with it. I'm not even sure the esports arena knows how stupid fun this is going to be, and we got permission from Blizzard to do this. So we did the whole nine yards of like getting permission, making sure everybody knew what we were up to, know that we, we have no money prizes on the line. There's nothing weird like that. We have medals for the winners uh, that I that I paid for. So it's all just... This goofy time, it's gonna be great. So that's Thursday, and then we have a bunch of meetups on Friday and then Saturday. We have a concert and a bunch of food and blah blah blah. So it's gonna oh, be great. Now
3: I'm sad I'm not gonna be there. I, I definitely could win that tournament. You could. You'd
0: be great in there.
2: <laughs> I mean, I, I could play from like here, I want the medal. <laughs> <laughs>
0: no, you could be. We need a, a McCree, main. Why not?
3: I, I, do you have someone who could who isn't good at the game who would? like they can mime like what they were doing, but I'd really be like patched in.
0: (laughs) I don't think they'd let you do that. As far as I know, I don't think you can log in from, I don't think they're allowing connections coming in. It's all land based there, but, but, uh, you're a person of integrity. I shouldn't be, (laughs) but I'll tell you what, like, um, it, it's the one of these, it's, it's actually fun for me because I'm not a great player, but I do fine. You know, I can compete. It's okay. Shooters are my kind of, I've been my thing for a long time. So I'm, you know those instincts are there um but we're playing with enough average people that i'm actually going to be one of the better players and i get to fill and it's i'm going to be, get to be that guy for a day i can't yeah. wait not mr middle of the pack mr L- slightly higher than the pack which is Who's i never your biggest get to do that. Grudge? oh i don't know uh i don't have a grudge tom no? merritt yeah. Oh, Tom yeah. Merritt is going to be there, but he's he's not playing. Usually,
3: usually want to put someone in the sand, like as a friendly thing. But you're like, we're going to beat
0: that guy. Oh, ju- it, who else would be? If we're beating that team. It would be Justin Robert Young, except he doesn't get there till Friday. Otherwise, I'd be <laughs> reaming him. But, but he has but, a team. Yeah, he does have a team, or there he would have had a team. But they're they're got, they got a full six man uh, team now, and they uh, and it's just a good time. I'm so excited. So watch the stream tomorrow, everybody. It's going to be goofy yeah, and really stupid. True. It'll be the dumbest Overwatch tournament you've ever seen but with all the high-quality production value you expect. Which oh, is,
2: I can't wait for this. It's I, really weird. I might be seeing Endgame at that time, but I will definitely be watching the pod as soon as I get back home, all right. because that sounds amazing.
0: You guys ought to let me know what you think. All right, John's been playing Mortal Kombat 11. We talked about that.
2: Yeah, it's it's good. That's is what I'm going to say. Uh, the only things I would build on on what we said earlier is it, it feels like the fighting game mechanics really got reworked in a way that I like and the story mode is bonkers and amazing. They found a cool way to take all the new stuff that they've built through 10 and combine it with Mortal Kombat 2, which is kind of the arguably best era for that sort of game and content and mashed it all together in a in an incredibly fun way. So all right. I highly recommend it. If Even if you don't like fighting games, if you're like me and you're garbage at them, uh, I would recommend getting it just for the story mode. And also, on that note, it has a really good tutorial. Oh, it has really? the kind of tutorial that can get you to where if you're not... It's not going to make you a great player at fighting games but it will take some of the things you hear fighting game players talk about that you go i don't know what that means and explain (laughs) it to you okay so it'll talk about frame data and stuff like that stuff that as soon as fighting game players talk about my eyes glaze over it brings up and mentions and and stuff like that so you can deep dive on it pretty good too maybe i'll get good
0: well yeah i'm I'm, like i say it's on my hard drive just gotta crack that bastard probably won't be home until i get home but I am excited, Bo. Back into No Man's Sky. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I played a bunch mm-hmm. this weekend. Yeah, that right. game's good. It is good, isn't well, it? We've
3: talked about it before, but I like getting lost in the fantasy uh, space world.
0: Do you do the you do the full on like? I mean, do you, is it like the Iron Man mode version of it, or, or what do you do? Well, I can't remember how you play that game. Do you play it that way? Do you no, do... I just
3: play the the standard way? Okay. Like you think there's a creative mode where you get unlimited resources for building? Yeah.
0: That's kind of fun, though, isn't it? To do that once in a while? I don't know. I
3: just kind of log in and play my file. I think I'm playing just the standard game where, you know, you explore planets, build bases. I haven't really run into anyone else yet, even though it's online and stuff. But apparently they're patching in some additional, like, MMO-like qualities to it. Yeah. The game's getting another big update this summer. Yeah. So the future is bright for that game. And I just feel like uh, it's got that zen quality where I can kind of get lost in just discovering new worlds and...
0: I agree. They've really worked on it. It's got VR support coming. Like they're, they've been they've been good by the players who purchased that game. This is a good example, by the way, of a time where they deserved a lot of uh, criticism when that thing came out. But despite all the anger and the freak out and the whatever, they've made good on it. Sometimes that's, some stuff's
3: not great. Like combat's not great, but it has yeah. this. Um, it's weird because like Elite Dangerous. It's almost more a real representation, maybe, of what space travel would be like. But actual space travel is boring. Yeah,
0: it's just rocks everywhere. <laughs> yeah, I kind of like and that though.
3: There's, there's, there, I like it too, but I don't like to play it. It's kind of more fun every time you go to a planet to actually see new life forms. Even though you're like, there's so many life forms on all these planets, like they're bizarre. <laughs> yeah. Some of the like, these giant plant dudes with eyeballs all around it, and like, it's cool. It's just fun. So yeah. there's always something kind of neat around the corner.
0: Yeah, and sometimes that stuff will surprise you. You think you've seen them all, or they're all starting to look samey, and then you land on a planet, and there are like fifty foot tall blobs with like a big vagina face and ten yeah, eyeballs. Yeah. Like,
3: and you're like, "Wow, I'm excited! Yeah. This is planet is great." <laughs> they've added they've, <laughs> they've added new planet types and everything like that too to the game. Um, also, the game I found out has a multiverse. Oh. What's that, mean? So, as part of the story mode, I was able to go to the center of my current galaxy Mm -hmm. and then reset all my progress in another galaxy.
0: Whoa. That's cool. That's a great way to... It's real
3: weird. Now, this is part of a quest. So, the next time I want to go to the center of the galaxy, I have to travel 700,000 light years to get to the middle. Mm. But I'm now in a different multiverse it's very it's not it doesn't representative of real space travel it's like a fantasy thing but yeah. it's really cool yeah. anyways
2: the story goes to some really crazy places too as you're going through it it's it's and the planets that you see through the story mode like there's some that look like almost like mechanical machine worlds that are just are just bonkers like yeah. i've been playing it too i knew both put in a lot more time so I didn't want to put it under my games that I've been playing but I saw him in it and I was like oh yeah I should play more No Man's Sky and I loaded it up too and it is it's a a perfect zen game and it's just crazy.
0: I need to get back in. You've been tempting me. So
3: Also it's got underwater stuff now too so not only does it have space travel but it has extensive life forms underwater and base building underwater. Oh wow. I don't know it's just it's really like the thing is is it takes all the tedium out of those games, like Eve and elite dangerous, which is like meant to be a simulator of this hard science fiction. But when it comes to actually playing it, you're like, do I really want to stare at spreadsheets for eight hours? Mm -hmm. Like, you know, like it's sort of that realism isn't fun where this is This game actually tries to reward you with like dopamine hits and stuff like that, like by accomplishing little tasks and, and, and everything's way more colorful and vibrant than actual space should be. Um, it's just, it, it's, I guess it's it's a casual version of all that hard stuff and
0: just sort of suits me better, I think. I like it. A casual version of the hard stuff. Uh, <laughs> I don't know why I repeated that. <laughs> I see, I've sold you on the game. You gear. have. I'm back in. I'm going to play it, actually. I really am. It's installed. I've never uninstalled it. I just keep. Oh, we can play multiplayer. It's yeah. a multiplayer yeah. game. So I wouldn't we mind doing explore that. Explore together. Is there any kind of uh, limit on... I guess there's no levels or anything. You just show up with your ship and go. No, you
3: just show... I think when you party up, you show up in whoever's game, like, we'd be in a different galaxy. Yeah. Like, in the multiverse, so I, we couldn't... You can't find people randomly right now. It's just... They're just little lights that you bump into or something. Yeah. But if we party up, I think you join one person's game and you can be in their local space, whatever multiverse that is. Does it is.
0: port me to that, or do I need to fly to you, or how's that? No, no I, think, I think if you join a person's game... you're you're there.
3: I haven't actually played it, so I don't know. But I got to imagine there's a bit of tools to find. Yeah, they
2: they installed like go. warp gates to inside of like social hubs, yeah. so you have the ability to like go through a warp gate. So it could even be like go to their planet. And you oh just
3: yeah, go yeah. Through it. Warp gates are real important in yeah. the game. You you build them in your own bases, but the star bases have them too. Right. So it, it's possible to get around. There's tools for that
0: for sure. By the way, someone in the and chat. We can, we can. Oh, go ahead.
3: I would say we can mine iridium together. Oh, yeah. No, I'm,
0: I'm all about iridium. <laughs> like,
3: what do we do in this game? Let's mine.
0: Mine we'll some
3: iridium. Shoot me. lasers
0: at rocks. That's
3: <laughs> the main activity. Is just shoot lasers at
2: rocks. Well, we could. I mean, like if a... we had enough people, we could go and do those things where you mess with the whispering eggs yeah. and you trigger the horde of aliens that attack if yeah. you mess with them. Yeah, we could do that. We could actually fight. We could fight back. We wouldn't have to run.
0: Those robot cops. I hate those guys bastards and not even stars.
2: those there's now like full-on zerglings that pop out of the ground if you mess with certain eggs oh it's really crazy. yeah i didn't know about
1: that
0: wow all right well game continues to get better we shall play it uh someone in the chat uh let's see harrison says risk of rain 2 been mentioned at all tonight no but i'm glad you brought that up because i did i forgot i did play that for about an hour and a half that How game's it? great it's great it's a i mean it is just pure d- the the, speaking of dopamine the dopamine is purely like shoot a bunch of shit and then come out better than you were before because it's a roguelike it's just like risk of rain one as if it was in 3d and somehow that totally works like really well it's a it's totally caught me off guard how much fun that is looks
3: weird but not bad weird just but you know we're not talking triple a i love risk
2: of rain yeah one it's, I haven't played it too. You should. i never played one.
0: You should maybe check it out. Uh, Risk of Rain one's super cheap now these days. Plus, just, I don't know how they did it. I'm shocked by this. Normally, I hate it when someone says, hey, remember that cool 2D thing we did? Like, if they came out and said, hey, Spelunky 2 is going to be in 3D, I'd go, no, don't do it. What are you doing? Is, Half the reason. Is Risk of, oh, sorry. Go ahead. What are you going to say? Is, it, is the first one good? I own it and never played it. Yeah, it's very good. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's great. It's this little 2D. I mean, and the, and the thing is, when you play it, believe me when I tell you this, 2 is that, but in a full 3D space. And they make it work, and it works great. And I was shocked how much fun that is. a reason why it's been in the Steam charts for so long. and They really killed it with it. It's good. Um, I haven't had a ton of time to play it. Like I said, only about an hour and a half, but I definitely grabbed that and like it. Well, part one it. is a whopping 91 megs. Yeah, it's small. And it's, uh, you know, it's eight bit looking. It's cool. It's a I think the Risk of Wayne One is one of my one of my more favorite roguelikes. I can't remember if it plays better with a keyboard or a controller, but the uh the new one is definitely best with keyboard and mouse because it's a shooter basically. And the, oh, shoot, the so shooting wa- feels
3: or whatever they say.
0: Yeah. wazdy. Uh all right. Well that's what we've been playing. Quick PSA. There is no there will be dungeons this week because I am out of town and it's also a good week for to do a bunch of dm stuff so we announced it on the show but if you missed that somehow or haven't gotten around to late to the latest episode uh we'll be back to saturday after i get home um i'm only gone till monday so well or sunday night so we'll have uh, a brand new episode the following saturday but not one this weekend for those who may be in the wondering mode
3: i'm sad my skin's already crawling with withdrawal
0: yep I got, uh, I'm seeing monkeys, green ones. It's been real rough. Having it was r- a r-
2: unintentional, extremely rough cliffhanger. <laughs>
0: yeah, that's true. <laughs> and now we got to wait and it sucks. And it's kind of my fault. Not really though, because uh, the Fergs are also out of town. Um, They're at a wedding, or no, a baby announcement thing in Florida. So,
3: yeah, It's not like we're missing one and we have a convenient place to do a side thing. I really want to play to be honest with you but i'm like man the game's kind of not in that spot right now
0: yeah just it'd be Uh, just you and john poking around you know nothing wrong with that but just saying it's you know sometimes it's more work to do one for two than it is for all five of us
2: we'll do an adventure where bo has to hide some drugs from some cops (laughs) and just let him uh let him see how that goes that's a fun little side <laughs> I'm a, adventure I'm, I'm a
3: pretty good wheel spinner as it turns out
2: <laughs> <laughs> you can hide it in an eclair and uh <laughs>
3: true story no one's I the wiser a chocolate eclair and then tripped and fell on the ground and tossed it under the couch
0: sounds right yeah
2: sounds I, right. I mean just f- for clarity because honestly this is a joke for bo and nobody else so really knowing my audience here but uh um, <laughs> Before the one shot or the two shot that we did, uh, I did one-on-one D&D sessions with everybody. Yeah. And that was kind of the theme of bows, And it was a lot of fun. Turns out you can do D&D with just two people and it's it actually works pretty well. Yeah.
0: All of our setup stuff for your one-off was like that. I really enjoyed it. Yeah. That turned out so much cooler than I thought. We should have recorded all of it and put it out there. It was so good. Yeah, we should have. I didn't think about it with the time. I don't
3: think we expected I didn't expect it. I expected it to be very...
0: You know, humble, quiet,
3: and we were laughing it, like schoolgirls. I mean, it's that sort of time. thing is so
0: utilitarian, right? But it turned out to be as entertaining as anything else we ever do, and we should have put it up. But all right, it
3: just it can be intense. We do it for a while. John and I did do the one-on-one on there will be dungeons. Oh, yeah, an episode. Right. oh right. It, it t- I mean, it took a lot out of me. We did
2: it for a full three hours. <laughs>
3: <laughs> you want to know why day- I
2: keep this is a weird thing to say. But it, it's a testament to how good Bo is at what he does. Here's why I keep forgetting that that was just a just the two of us is because I was like, no, Buttons was there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I was playing Buttons.
1: Yeah, well, but uh, uh, it, it's just the
3: feedback loop is lower because when you play at a table, people will stop. The players will stop and talk, and as a DM, I get a little break when you guys are like, "What should we
0: do?" Right? Brr. No, that's true. I'd... But it was
3: one on one, he's like, "I do this. I do this. I do this. I say this. I do this. I do this," and I'm like. Ah, ah. I'm so tired yeah <laughs> you know so it's it's fun but three hours is too much
0: definitely this is truth uh well speaking of truth we'll be back next wednesday with a brand new show so come back then and uh we'll talk a little bit of about the aftermath of the overpants tournament and how fun that was um but again if you want to watch that that's tomorrow night at 6.30 uh pacific time right here at twitch.tv slash frogpants check it out and it's you know the best part's going to be Brian really doesn't know much about Overwatch, like, at all. Yeah. But yet, he and I are going to be con- doing commentary.
2: I know. And I don't You're remember a lot of names.
0: Right? Yes, and I don't remember a lot of names of things. So someone's going to do a thing. I'm going to go, ah, it's Tracer Ditter. What's it's there with the thing? And it's going to be that <laughs> kind of stuff. It's going to be glorious.
3: Reaper did the spinny cyclone of...
0: Yep, spray. And the people who are there running this thing are probably going to just be like, what the hell are we doing tonight? Like, they are going <laughs> to be floored. And I am so excited. And it's nah, sanctioned good. by Blizzard. That's the best part. So nobody can deny that uh, is it?
3: <laughs> wait. Like, they have your blessing, or it's going to be on... Like, no, no, the no. They have
0: our blessing. because We have to go to them to do this in a public way. You have to oh. go to them and say, hey, we need to do the request. And there's a bunch of forms to fill out, and they have a whole process. And I did it, and I don't think this place we're going to do this at thought we could, we were actually going to come through with that. But they didn't know that I have, I have people there, right? So I can kind of expedite <laughs> and talk to people. And so when this thing came back, like right away, the very next day, I was like, all right, here's our stuff. And they're like, oh, okay, well, I guess we're doing this.
3: Oh, so they actually mostly do – wait a second.
0: They do pro stuff every night. Not, I
3: thought this was a venue to let – Parties have the esports experience. No, this is <laughs> no. an actual esports venue. Yes, actual I professional it was like a esports venue. This is a place where people can have the experience of playing tournament without having to be pro. You know, like you'd sell consumer experience of a fantasy sort of thing.
0: Right, like a like this a is VR an actual place or something.
3: esports. So people that are good at games normally are playing. Yeah, no, these are where the <laughs> like pro really gamers good play. At games. I don't mean it insulting, but like. This, okay, so they probably looked at your request and said like a bunch of yahoos.
0: Oh, they were sure we were not this was going to be the dumbest thing ever. And here's the thing to remember. Like on a normal night, ninjas there doing a Fortnite tournament or uh some huge Apex Legends thing or some game company rents out the whole place and does like that's the place. And oh, so uh, this oh, is going to be That's so why good. it's going to be great because I need to get on a plane tonight.
3: <laughs> I didn't re- I thought it was like a consumer experience. No, no. I didn't realize it was an
0: actual Well, now that you say this, I fear I have not explained it well to people, and I wish I would have done a better job of it because I mean, we still are Well, we, sometimes
3: we have... I don't pay attention. I, I listen <laughs> to the words I want to, and it's not it's beyond me. Yeah. But I will be I've sitting learned that, I've learned that playing D&D with you guys. I'll be it's sitting
0: like... in a chair t- probably in multiple times in different chairs that have been sat in by professional millionaire professional gamers. In their, in their oh, wow. teens or whatever they, old, or they are these days. And it's going to be ridiculous because we all kind of suck. And oh, I'm so excited, but it's going to look so legit and like all the uh oh, It's going to be great. You got to check it out. Oh,
3: man, I really got to watch this now.
0: They may I, hate I, I, us. They may kick us out. I don't know. It may be the worst thing they ever decided. You paid for day. it, right? Yeah, we paid for <laughs> it. Yeah. Well, technically, they have a deposit and they haven't charged yet, but they will.
3: Well, I mean, it's too late now. They booked it, so they're <laughs> gonna have to let. What are they gonna do? they're Like, this is so embarrassing that the reputation of the esports arena is ruined. Yeah,
0: like, it'd be a shock if they I'm did sure that. They
3: can, I'm sure they can have. A, I'm, I'm sure they can have fun. I imagine the people that run the esports event aren't, you know.
0: Oh yeah, yeah. It'll be, they are gonna
3: be snobs about that. Yeah, no, it's
0: fun. it's gonna be funny. <laughs> so check it out. That's tomorrow night, and uh, check us out next Wednesday. And don't forget, the show runs on your support at patreon.com slash core show. That's patreon.com slash core show. Throw us a little scratch and we'll keep sending you our love on the show with fantastic content week after week. If you want to find us on the web, we are at frogpants.com slash core. That's C-O-R-E. You can leave us a voicemail 801-471-0462 or find us on Twitter. The show's at CorePod. You can find John at John underscore Jagger, Bo at Bo Schwartz, and I'm at Scott Johnson. That's going to do it for us. Until next time, for me, for Bo, for John, have a nice week. This show is part of the Frog Frog Pants Network. Get more shows like this At frogpants.com.
1: That's a good question.